or yeah, June or July, completely ruined the entire season. And now, like, I guess so. I guess he who stays, it's like the that's why they say it's a sprint, not a marathon, right? Yep. Yeah. Got to stay consistent. Got to stay consistent. Welcome to War of the Bay. I am Kyle, and I'm Anthony, and we are uh, kind of, well. If you're listening to this in podcast form, which most of you will be, because we don't have anybody in the mix, oh, we got one person in the mixler. Uh, but uh, we couldn't record on our usual Thursday night because there was a hurricane coming through, and I lost power. Nick was Nick's power was in and out, and Anthony he was he was up in Gainesville, so he wasn't seeing the full brunt of it yet. Uh, but we were uh, we had some inclement weather that prevented us from podcasting, so here we are to make it make yep. it up on a Sunday. And it's just us because Nick is uh, Nick has a life and we don't. Yeah, so. he's working. I probably should be doing something besides this. I, I did laundry. Get off me. Get off my ass, okay, guys? I, I did some laundry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Acting like I can't do Okay, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I'm sober, obviously, because it's a Sunday uh, afternoon. So uh, this will be a, an interesting one. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. <laughs> Who's no, no, I'm going to fly off the handle. Who knows what's going to happen here? Uh, I was out really late last night. Yeah, was coming back from the game, so this is going to be really interesting. Anthony was doing his best uh, Kyle impression, getting wasted on Saturday for the Gator game. Yeah, I I did something yesterday. Well, I think I do. I think this is maybe I use my day uh, early this year, but uh, I did. I used my college football watching day uh, yesterday. And actually sat down and watched at least four separate college football games, and goddamn, it was it was a lot of fun. Like those, dude, yesterday. college is so much fun. Man. Yesterday was like, great. It's just it's 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 there's not this like air of seriousness around. I mean, there is, but like in NFL games, it's it feels like it's all business and all that. In college, it's like they're just running like the teams are running ridiculous offenses, and everybody's it just. But some teams just running up the score, like fifty six to forty five games and stuff like that, like. It's just ridiculously fun at times. Yeah, it seems a lot of fun. Like the the <laughs> my favorite thing that I noticed yesterday, I, I, like I knew this was a thing, but like I just never knew how prevalent it was. Was just the uh, the crazy play call signs that they hold up with that just have four <laughs> pictures of something on it. Like yep. one of them's like Hermione, the other's like a four leaf clover, the other thing. It's like it's like oh, that's funny. What do those yeah. mean? That was a good time to hop on that USF bandwagon, man. Oh my god, yeah, they they just crushed uh, uh, Southern Townsend. Townsend, yeah, something like that. Townsend. I guess they played they played it uh, pretty close in the first half, but the second half they just destroyed them. And yeah, it's usually how it goes because like with teams, small schools like that, they just run out of players basically, and if you have more depth, you usually just overpower them in the second half well the the great the, the fucking awesome thing about this is it's like uh, i think i read i read just recently i think it was this week i read that it's not how you play the good opponents it's it's how well you play the the bad opponents like the inferior opponents like can you crush them like that's what you're supposed to do and that's exciting like that to, to see that margin of victory I'm like oh shit like maybe yeah, that's real. the gators didn't do that that's why i'm concerned yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was ten seven at half. Uh, we were up three, and it it was just. But I'll, I don't even want. I don't like it. It felt like thing because we were dominating like stats wise, but the score wasn't showing it. But at the same time, like we weren't playing well. It was just it was bad. I I don't even want to. I don't even want to think what's going to happen when we play somebody who's competent. Uh, well, you never know. I mean, this is it's early in the season, and. Uh, it's yeah who knows man 
but yeah, we'll I, see. Uh, I was uh, so I uh, not to just you know go back to the Bulls again, but no, go ahead. I uh, I tried to watch the game, and it was like watching a high school football game because it was on like it was on like some some local network with local broadcasters and like all those local graphics and local commercials. Like it's like ah, it's like feels like a high school game. So I you know I switched it over to the USC and in Alabama to you know watch that. <laughs> hey man, they're trying to make that move to the the Big Twelve, and if they do that, that that'd be big time. They had yeah. it. They had it for a while. Remember they were in the the Big East and they were they were in a yeah, big conference. Yeah, but that was also like a small conference at the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's big the, for basketball. If they make that jump, that's like tons more money coming in and like getting big, better recruits and stuff like that. Like that'd be great. They, I, I'd love to see that for the area. They get their own stadium. Didn't they say? Didn't they say Mosey? They're gonna get rid of Mosey, or Mosey's gonna move? Perhaps. Vinick wants to move it to downtown. Yeah, and then so then you put your football stadium there. Oh my God, that'd be crazy. That'd be perfect. It, it, and USF Stadium wouldn't be like. FSU or UF, it'd be like a maybe like a thirty thousand seat stadium, something like that. Yeah. It wouldn't be too overzealous, I don't think. No. I mean, they could try to go ninety thousand if they wanted. But... <laughs> no way, dude! It's Tampa. Come on, let's let's be real. Let's look look. look oh, yeah. Let's look around the oh. market and and be. Katie brings up there was a streaker last night at the Bulls game, like a fully naked streaker. Nice. Like, that that takes a lot of guts, especially at Raymond James, because that drop from the from the stands to the the field is like a big drop ankle breaking drop yeah i remember back when they uh when they beat west virginia a lot of people were talking about rushing the field but then you look at the field and it's like there's like a huge drop and it's like yeah maybe we don't rush the field <laughs> maybe we just hey we rushed we rushed to the lower bowl and celebrate together as one i don't i don't know why um that west virginia game sticks out so much to me in terms of like the bulls it's like every time i think of the bulls i think of that west virginia game I mean, West Virginia was a powerhouse back then. They had Pat White, and like Pat White was seen as like one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. And he was, uh, I think he was, I don't think he ended up being drafted too high. But I mean, still, they were they were a force to be reckoned with back in the day. He went to the Dolphins. I remember that. That's right. Yes, he did, and didn't do shit. Yeah, because he's a college quarterback. Yeah, of course, pro quarterback. So I mean, so I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll start watching more college football. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that. you should, man. And like, even if you don't want to get involved with the team, like you just watch the games, like because the game the games are actually less stressful <laughs> if you don't have a dog in the fight and way more fun to watch. Yeah, that's what it was. I was like, oh my god, like I was. Oh, the, the uh, what was it? The um, both the games I watched, which which was Wisconsin and LSU, and then Texas A and M and UCLA. I didn't have a dog in the fight. I was just like, I, but I was like yelling. I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that was just, oh, it was great. Text, that LSU Wisconsin game was a fucking, like, Ooh. punch each other in the face until somebody scores game. Yeah. Like, that was bad. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, like, legitimately happy when Wisconsin picked off LSU. I was, I was like, woo. Yeah, was, and then he got decked after the whistle. That, that was interesting. The thing is, is, like, yeah. that looked a lot worse than it actually was. Like, when I looked at, like, the, the angle that I saw that in the beginning, it looked like he just, like, like leaned his shoulder into him and crack backed him, uh, but what really happened is he clotheslined him. Still, like it's still bad, still uncalled for, and still like disgusting in, in terms of just like sportsmanship. But um, yeah, I don't, it's I it's a uh, yeah fuck sportsmanship fuck, fuck sportsmanship. Uh, so um, there's some things we could discuss that that uh, we didn't get a chance to discuss this week. Uh, I, uh, I personally don't feel like doing it, but uh, maybe you I do. Don't, I know where you're heading with this. Like, not, I, I don't know, man. America is important. It? What? 
Should we touch on Kaepernick? Like, we? I we I was like, Nick and I were on Shark Dropper this week, and we kind of we kind of got it out of our systems there. And I mean, it's just the silliest thing I've ever seen. And it's, um, I mean, sure, it's uh, I, who who cares? Yeah, that's the way I feel about it. Like, uh, I, I maybe at first I was like, oh, that's that's a little controversial but like twitter's just beating it to death over the past like week and a half and i'm just i'm over it yeah like, he can do it i'm good for him he's, he's standing up for something he believes in even if he's not doing it in the the way that you think he should it's it's still what he's doing so yeah it's but the thing is like my 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 stance on it the entire time like yeah you can think it's bad you can think it's good or you know whatever whatever message he's trying to send whatever whatever you your your beliefs are in that message ultimately and like that's you know that's fine like you don't like i'm not here to tell you that you're wrong or right um but like my whole thing this whole time has been like he did like you don't have to stand like you don't want to be that country that makes people stand for the the national anthem you don't that's not what what you want like that's that's like uh, uh fascism that's uh you know it's that's 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 a tough road to go down and like i think some people were citing some some sort of amendment or some 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 kind of code that like said you had to stay like you don't have to fucking stand like like if you don't have to stand if you don't want to it's a right it's called it's called a right it's called something i think i think a lot of this depends on how you interpret the national anthem and what the flag means to you because like some people right. see it as like respect to our troops when we sing the national anthem and all that uh, i've never seen it that way personally i've always seen it as like just like pride in our country kind of thing yeah uh if you want to attribute it to the troops and say like that's what we're doing when we do that that's fine and if that offends you in some way that he didn't stand for it that's fine too but i just i i don't care like there's what there's much worse there's a lot worse things going on in the world that we choose to ignore uh and in the nfl even like guys that beat their wives and do all kinds of horrible shit and those guys are on the field every day and Maybe a handful of people care, but not a lot. And, like, this guy doesn't stand for the anthem, and all of a sudden there's an uproar that on Twitter that I've never seen before. So, it, Yeah, crazy uproar. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it was so ridiculous to me. I mean, yeah, it's a story in terms of news. Like, yeah, I could see there's definitely, like, the art, there was some very well-written articles about it and stuff like that that brought up some good points. But in terms of people in their hot takes, I guess is the best way to put it, for lack of a better term. I don't give a shit what you think, to be quite honest with you. Like, everybody's going to interpret this a different way. It's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I can move on from that. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. to me, it's, it's kind of a non story. I, I try to just avoid, whenever I see it on my timeline or on Facebook or anything, I'm just like, ah, I don't care. Like, just let the, who cares? <laughs> yeah. The socks. That was one of my Oh, the socks. This week with you. <laughs> I don't care. God. <laughs> He's apparently he had been he had been wearing the socks, but for you know for a long time. But like, oh god, I don't care. Like, uh, go away. He's not even a starter. Fuck, fuck off. Uh. He made the team. Yeah, he, he did. Second string. Yeah. yeah, good for him. Oh, he, he Blaine Gabbert beat him out. I don't know if that. I mean, <laughs> fucking a. <laughs> they cut Driscoll too. So. Oh really? Huh. Bucks. Yeah. Take a look at him. Driscoll and yeah, the, the Bengals already did. <laughs> um, speaking of the Bucks, speaking well, speaking of the Bucks, speaking of football, I want to take I want to I want to do a yearly disclaimer that I we usually do with Nick, uh, and I think um, 
you know, myself included. And this is the time of year where I'd like to make an announcement and, and, and saying that nobody cares about your fantasy football team. Uh, just, I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> nobody cares about your fantasy football team. We all have one. That's cool. We all play. Uh, but nobody cares about your team. I'm not playing this year, actually. Are you not, you're not playing? We can, we no. can fix that. I maybe. played last year and I lost interest in like week six. Yeah. I've done that like the past four years in a row, and I'm just like, why would I play this year? I'm in a I'm in a money league this year, so like I'm hoping that'll like revitalize Ooh. my interest in in it. But like, yeah, I kind of fell out of it last year too a little bit. Yeah, right. money could make it interesting. I'd probably care then, but yeah. I've never played in a money league, so. Anyway, yeah, nobody cares about your team. Stop, stop tweeting about it on Twitter every time Antonio Brown catches a touchdown. Like, nobody cares. Or just stop tweet. Like, uh, like. Uh... I mean, you can. Yeah, I don't know. This is a, this is a tough road to go down because a lot of people do tweet their lineups, but I just don't. I don't care. Anyways. Anyways, speaking of the Bucks, Bucks, uh, Bucks set to get it going here. Get the party started. Yeah. And what next? It's Sunday, right? Next yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Yes, this coming yeah. Sunday, I guess. So yeah. by, by... Uh, I want to bring up a. Uh... A little bit uh, cut that happened that I didn't think was going to happen, but it did. The uh, Dan Vitale uh, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was going to happen, but there you go. That was a bit of a shocker, um, especially when you. I think I, I think Bucks brief he tweeted out uh, that uh, <coughs> there's a significant amount of of late round draft picks that haven't remained on the team uh, under Jason Light. So that's like, that's a little bit of a concern. I mean, you're wasting picks. Uh, dude, I don't think that's a, like sixth and seventh rounders. It's like, that's just a, you're just taking a flyer on a guy. Like it, it, the, there's a good chance. He's, there's a, probably a better chance he doesn't make it than he does. Right. Like there's a reason you get drafted in the seventh round. Like, yeah, but I just, uh, I, I, I only care about like what rounds like one through four maybe five if those guys aren't making the team cause if, if a third rounder doesn't make the team then something's wrong right but six or seven like it's whatever i don't think there's any concern there the um the, i mean the concerning part of it to me or not, I, I i guess i can't say concerning but i mean the, the disappointing part is like he was he was touted as sort of this h-back kind of guy you know he's a he's a running back fullback tight end you know he can catch passes and like i you know, is our, is our offense is is he that bad? Is our offense that talented or loaded? I, I don't see it. I mean, I, it's uh, he must not have impressed. And, I mean, they were grooming him to be a tight end, it seemed, and like, but we have Brait, and I guess ASJ has made the team. Uh, I figured he would, but it was it, towards the end there. It didn't maybe look like he was. He looked like he was on the fringe. Right. They were playing him in the fourth quarter of the fourth preseason game in a tropical storm, but uh. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess they just didn't see a role for him. Maybe they feel like they have enough tight ends. Who knows? I mean, they have a they have a ton of tight ends, and I mean that's not a good. You you have uh, Cameron Brait, who is on Buccaneers dot com, is penciled in as your starter. Austin Sferian Jenkins, who is your second, and then Brandon Myers, who is your third. Luke Stocker too, and Luke Stocker, who's your your fourth. So that I mean, he's a blocking tight end though. That doesn't exactly spell a lot of confidence in your in your tight ends like that. I mean, that's not a great thing to have that many tight ends on your roster. It's uh, yeah, that that's a concern to me. I, I think I think it's. I've done some a lot of looking, like a lot of hard looking at this Buccaneers team over the last couple of weeks, uh, and I've ultimately come to the realization that my I'm I am I am uh, uh, very satisfied with my uh, ten or six and ten uh, prediction. I think that's right around where we're going to be. I, it, it, it's it's time to face facts. 
the way I look at him, and I don't want to get too deep into this because we're going to go probably in next, you know, on Thursday of right. this coming week with Nick. But, like, my the way I look at it is I think the offense has nice potential. Uh, I think they could be pretty good. It, I think a lot of that depends on the O-line, if they can stay healthy and if Winston can find real consistency. Because, uh, like, in that Browns game, and I know it's the Browns, and I know it's preseason, like, they looked ridiculously good, but that was only, like, a flash-in-the-pan kind All of right. thing. Uh, I think the offense has potential. I think the defense is going to be improved. But to say that they're going to go any better than, like, Seven and nine, six and ten, I think is a real stretch at this point. Yeah, um, it's if you look at it just position by position. You look at wide receiver. You got Vincent Jackson, Mike Evans, and then a drop. Like there's a, a drop in talent. Yeah, Adam <laughs> Adam Humphreys, whatever. Like he was, he was, he he made some plays in the preseason, but I still don't think that. Um, he's got decent hands. And yeah, like, he's he's gonna be a good little like slot receiver, I think. But he's not gonna. It's not like having a third receiver that's extremely talented. He's just he'll he'll make like three four catches a game maybe. Our, like, and then our tight end that 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 nobody could win the position in camp is not a good thing. I mean that that, that, that just means there's a bunch of guys that that uh, have been underperforming. So, well, I disagree. I think Bray won the position. Yeah, I think that's why he didn't play in the fourth preseason uh, game and all that stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, maybe they feel solidified with him being the main tight end, and I think they're uh, I think they're really close to just giving up on ASJ. I'd be surprised if ASJ made it through the entire season here. Really, I think I think he could get waived or maybe trade it or something like that. Yeah, I just think he's fallen out of favor with the coaching staff. It just doesn't seem like and, his work ethic is, is is what it needs to be. Yeah, I mean, unless he comes out and has, like, a, like a ridiculously, like, good season, like maybe, like, four or five games in and, like, and brings back the favor with the coaching staff, I just think he's on the outside looking in right. in terms of playing time. And so, unless break gets hurt, in which case he's probably going to get the bulk of the playing time. <laughs> And then, like you said, the the offensive line, uh, you know, we we you brought in Jr. Sweezy, who's in a boot, Ali Mar, or who who's on the pup. So he's, you're not he's he's the Alex Cobb of this year. You're you're going to be lucky to see him week seven. And, yeah. And, yep. And a back injury too, which is never good. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that's a that's a big disappointment right off the bat. Uh, Ali Marpet, who was in a boot for the last uh, few weeks, and apparently he's out of the boot, but uh, he's he's listed as the starter. Uh, and then you have Donovan Smith, who I mean, we we can we can maybe do this Thursday, but I mean, it's just it just doesn't look good to me. Yeah, this yeah. Let's wait till Nick's here because like he's a Bucks fan, of course, too. So I want to get everybody's take, and plus it'll be closer to the game. Yeah, we can. So. We'll, we'll break it. We'll we'll do a full breakdown there. But ju- just I'll uh I'll go. I'll explain myself a little bit more. I mean, I don't think it's it's doom and gloom over here. I just I'm trying to be realistic. Yeah, I mean. Would another high draft pick be the worst thing in the world for this team? Probably not. No. Uh, we could probably use some, but we could probably use another high draft pick, to be honest with you. But um, I think you're going to see maybe more consistency. At, like, I, if it, they're still going to lose, like, 10 games, but it won't be, like, everyone they're getting blown out in, like, one every, every four games and stuff like that. Like, I think they'll be in a lot of games. They just won't win them. I think that's the way it's going to go. I did, I did the uh, 32 Fans, 32 Days podcast this past week which which went a lot better than the first time i think they've i think they they sort of explained to me that like i was one of their first guests and so i mean they they had a good time actually this time oh good so i'm glad that went well yeah because it didn't last time it didn't last time it didn't go so well <laughs> yeah um but 
they did a, they did a very interesting thing. So the last time they just they had they 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 put it on you and they say, okay, Kyle, what's uh, let's let's run down the Bucks schedule. You tell me win or loss. And you know they did that with everybody, and of course their entire league was like a, like seven hundred or something above seven, like just some crazy uh, uh, amount of wins to losses that you know because everybody's thinking they're going six or ten and six before the the season starts. Yeah. Uh, what they did this time was pretty genius. They they had uh, they had you pick somebody else's schedule, so they gave me the Falcons, and uh, I, I think I picked the, the Falcons go like eight and eight or something like that. And then they had the Panthers fan pick uh, for the Bucks. The Bucks, he he had the Bucks going uh, uh, five and eleven. And I was like, oh, I mean, that's close to mine. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, the Panthers are going to win the division. I just think, that's, yeah, oh that's, yeah, that's pretty much in stone at this point. They're going to win the division, uh, and I don't think the other three teams are even going to get close to like a wild card spot. Maybe maybe Atlanta. Maybe Atlanta, and I, I say that timidly because I, I I think Matt Ryan's like regressed really badly. Yeah, he's he has. terrible. But um, I I I don't know. I mean, we could we could finish second. It could happen, but it wouldn't be an impressive second place finish. Like I just think the other three teams in the division are not very good. Well, we'll the, see though. The Falcons fan, he said something very interesting that kind of resonated with me, in that he doesn't trust. The, our regime, Dirk Cutter and Mike Smith, to to get it done. I mean, he's a guy. I mean, he's a Falcons fan, so he's had that regime for, you know, for a while in, in Atlanta. So I don't know, just something to think about. It, it, of course, I mean, you're down on your former coach. Everybody is, but just I don't know, just kind of. Yeah, they basically flip flop from what they were in Atlanta. Right. That's how when Mike Smith was the head coach in Atlanta, Cutter was the offense coordinator. Um. I don't know. I, I, I kind of liked what I've seen from Coder so far in the preseason, at least. Like, I think he's been uh, – he hasn't looked overwhelmed in any way. Of course, it's preseason. We'll see in week one. But, right. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, he's, I think he's got a chance to be a, a good coach. Like, not a, maybe not a great one. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, we'll save it. We'll save, let's save it for Nick. Yeah. We'll let yeah, him that's... weigh in when he gets Next back. Next week will be better. Yeah. Unless another hurricane comes through. Yeah, in which case, uh, I don't know. Um, let's see, what else is there? What else? Were, were, what did we have for this week? We already talked about Kaepernick. Talked about the Bucks. Nothing's going on in hockey, hockey town, hockey world. Nope. Everything's quiet on that end for oh. the most part. I think I think uh, I saw something yesterday about Toronto using the the Freedom of Freedom of Information Act to like to to get some dirt on uh, Stamkos. <sighs> Fucking whatever. <laughs> it's so. It, who cares? He signed with us, like. But yeah, Toronto's gonna do stuff like that because they're Toronto and they can, and no one's gonna question them because they have all the money in the fucking world. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. a little silly. Yeah, hockey hockey mecca that hasn't won a championship since '67. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, how about the Rays? I mean, uh, we we talked. I mean, you heard us kind of talking about him a little bit in the beginning of the podcast. Uh, Alex Cobb made his return this week and looked sharp. Yeah, yeah. His his velocity is right around where it was before he went down, which is good. Yeah, he, uh, 91, 90. He tops out around like 91, 92. I think I read career. that uh, he he was having some problems locating pitches early, but I mean he got the he got did he get the win? I don't I'm not. Sure. I don't think he did. I don't think he. I don't. I think like we took the lead back after he was out or something. I don't know. I don't know how that went down. But the, I, I don't think he got a win. Maybe he did. Let me check. I'll check. 
The Rays have been uh, playing pretty well. I mean, we we lost the the series in in Boston, uh, but it, it wasn't a sweep. And then we're on the verge of sweeping the Blue Jays. Um, he got a no decision. By the no, way, uh, no decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good for him. Five innings, no decision. Yep. That's all you want from the guy. I mean, it's this is garbage time for him, anyways. I mean, he's just got to kind of find it again. People are saying he are, might be. A are we doing and, the right thing by pitching him this year? Yeah, I think so. I think. I, I don't know what else you could do. Like, is he just going to do more rehab? I mean, I think I think it's this is the this is the best time you want to get him in the um, uh, into the game. Yeah, I mean, it, it's probably good because we're going to want him at full strength next year. Uh, so if he if he can just get the more MLB starts he gets back under his belt this year is for the better probably. Uh, he looks healthy, like he and he, he didn't look like he was struggling to get the, get that velocity back and stuff like that. So, I'm I'm excited. I think we're gonna have a maybe not as good as a Cobb as we could have had, but I think he'll still be a very consistently good starter for us. Yeah, this r- this run has given me like a lot of hope and in going into the next season that maybe that we could if we make the right moves we could perhaps. Uh, be competitive, maybe. Mm-hmm. This, this always happens, man. It's always. Yeah, only the last couple of years. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, we've always gone on a run at the end of the season and gives us hope for next year, and then and then it just takes a dive into the season. But and we always start out poorly too. It seems like. So. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what you can blame that. I don't know baseball enough to know like, you know what the, what that is symptomatic of. Uh, um, yeah, I'm not... I'll tell you this for certain. It doesn't look as bleak as it did a few months ago. Right. Yeah, I think you know we were looking at blowing it up and starting over fresh, but now, uh, um, yeah, who knows? I mean, I think a lot of this depends on uh, prospects coming up through the system. If some of them are going to develop into what they think we can, uh, what we think they can be, uh, the ones that are left in the system. Um, the Matt Moore trade, we'll see how that works out down the road with those two guys that we got. I mean, there's a lot of uh, the continued development of Blake Snell is a big thing. Yeah, uh, Blake Snell and, I, and Matt Duffy as well. Matt Duffy's yeah, been, Duffy. Go ahead. He go means, ahead. He's been good. No, no, no. Yeah, he's been really good. Yeah. I like him. Speaking of uh, that, that trade, though, just Matt Moore, he almost had himself a, a goddamn no-hitter. Yeah, what eight and two thirds? Yeah, one out away. One out away, and then broke it up. Poor guy. God, that sucks. I know. I would have. I, I could. I wouldn't have been more happy. Like, fuck yeah, go Matt Moore. Like, I'm glad to see he's doing so well. Like, that's. I mean, I don't care if we win or lose that trade. I just. I think he's a good guy, and I. You know, he's my best friend. We met. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I just. I just want to see the guy do well. I'm um. I'm ex. I'm excited for him. I, I always thought he was like just a good Ray. I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, I, and I think he's in a – I'm glad that he's going to be able to pitch in front of big crowds now. I think he deserves that. Uh, what, I don't you, think what are you trying to say, I don't Anthony? Th- you think there's not uh, big crowds in Tampa? I don't know. Sometimes we may not support our talent like we should <laughs> yeah, in the you're city. Right, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I just think uh, – I think we're too quick to sweep guys under the rug or – say that we need to get rid of them and stuff like that and i'm guilty of it too don't get me wrong but like i don't know i I just don't feel like we uh we always support players like we should and the second some guy gets hurt in training camp it's like oh he's injury prone oh he's a fucking there we go again you know he 
stubbed his toe, injury prone. We're fickle. We're fickle over here in Tampa. Yeah, we we are. But I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. I mean, I I, I didn't really have much else other than that. Uh, yeah. For, for... We're kind of out of shit already. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I wanted. To, I, I'm cool with this being a short one and. Archer, not an AC. I think Archer's a little overrated, to be honest. You know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You just caught me doing what, exactly what you just said. Yeah. Oh, what's wrong with me? Oh, is it, am I, is it just is it just that... Uh, we, I do this with the Lightning, man. I was okay with fucking Steven Stamkos leaving. I was like... Yeah, I was okay we all were. It. We all were. Yeah, fine, whatever. We'll replace them. Don't worry about it. We gotta fix We're this. All okay with it. <laughs> how, how do we? How do we fix this? Just have faith in the in, in the in the player, or what? I mean, I just think we need to to give guys a chance to, and not just expect them to be instantly good every time a guy comes up in the Rays or gets drafted by the Bucks or the Lightning. You know, they come up through. So they're not instantly good. It's like oh, fucking. Yeah, fuck him. Wanna fuck him? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Development time. What the fuck is that? Like. In the on the other coin, if a guy comes up and hits a home run in his first at bat, he 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 gets like three months of like oh yeah leeway good yeah. treatment yeah because it's like oh remember he hit that home run in his first at bat yeah he's hitting he's been hitting like one fifty since oh my god like <laughs> I don't know like I, you just made me think of the Tebow workout that's like the the Tebow workout oh, happened god. last week that's another great thing the, now writers are starting to, to jump on that whole oh it's worth it to sign him just for the, the jersey sales alone. Apparently the Braves have real interest. I mean, the rebuilding Atlanta Braves have real interest in team. God damn! I I mean, who? Okay, let's see. Um, I'm just looking at their farm teams because I just so because it's it's not going to be the Atlanta Braves, so it's going to be the Gwinnett. Uh, yeah, well, you know what I mean. He's yeah. going to be signed to their organization, kind of thing. It, it'll be the it'll be the Mississippi Braves, or the, no, it'll be the Carolina Mudcats. That's what it's going to be. So, like the, Carol, the, the <laughs> over there in Carolina, they're, they're just going to sell out Gator games and like Gator, like yeah. It, it'll, he's gonna he's gonna have to start on a uh, and I read this. I, I forget where I read this, but I mean he's gonna he's gonna have to start out on a uh, like an advanced or not a uh, uh, some kind of educational league something like that where like they hone the skills like where you get a guy like just like a super talent prospect from from cuba that's just like super raw but has the 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 the, uh you know the skill sets like they 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 throw him into that and then he advances from there but i i don't know man that's just he's not gonna do anything he's 29 years old i mean how old was michael jordan when he tried this yeah uh let's see and I, I hate that you brought that up, but I mean, I'll 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 humor you and why why are you humoring me? Because Michael Jordan I mean, why, was a why three, do you hate it? He th- he what, fucking it's... he came up a three peat. He was the best in his in his in his respective sport yeah, but, ever ever. But is it but isn't it the same kind of thing? No, like he's a big. I mean, I know Tebow didn't win championships in the pros, but like he's a big name that wanted to play a different sport all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, in that and uh, from that perspective, yeah, you're right. Um, like that's the only reason this Tebow. Th- like if fucking I don't know name it. If Brandon Myers wanted to try out for the Detroit Pistons or some bullshit, like nobody would care. Like, but it's Tim Tebow, so everybody cares. Like, and I look, I'm a Gator fan, and I'm sick of the Tebow shit. But that's just the way it is. Like, whatever this guy does, he's gonna get attention. 
Yeah. Like he could be a politician, he could be an analyst, he could be a pro baseball player, he could be a professional football player. He could try for a, he could try to be a pro golfer and people would pay attention. Like it, it's it's just the way he is. His name carries a lot of weight. And I don't <laughs> look, I don't I exactly get why. I mean, he did he did he had a great college career, but like a lot of guys have had great college careers, didn't do shit in the pros and just faded into obscurity. Like, just, for whatever reason, he's just kept his name afloat. He wants his moment in the sun. I don't know. My, by the way, Michael Jordan was 30 when he went when he played for the White Sox. There you go. So, so. I don't know. I guess it's there. But, I mean, he the, – the, 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 the thing with that, too, is the owner of the White Sox was also the owner of the Bulls, and they honored his contract with the Bulls the entire time he was with the White Sox. And it was basically like, yeah, come play with us. Just <laughs> – you're going to come back, right? Like, <laughs> 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 Yeah, I loved how they uh they touted his power in that BP uh oh, showing and I was like, Yeah, the guy's fucking jacked. Yeah. Like if he makes contact with a BP pitch, if he's got any kind of decent swing at all, of course he's gonna be able to drive it over the wall. He's fucking huge. He looked like a football like, player <laughs> trying to play baseball. That's exactly what it looked exactly. like. Like you saw like even Ben Bishop could hit it over the fence in Tropicana Field. Yeah. Like in BP. Like in Ben Bishop's not like he had a horrible swing, but he's just strong enough that he can he can get it over the fence. Yeah, if you understand how like, to how to how to drive your hips, like it's yeah, from there yeah. that's all you gotta do. It yeah. it's and the other thing I heard, like, the, or maybe it was kind of downplayed, but I mean, every he couldn't hit a breaking ball to save his life. It was just like, he, like any off-speed of pitch or, or, or any sort of breaking ball. It's like he he just looked like an idiot. So if you gave me like, if you gave me thirty swings of BP, I probably couldn't hit a homer because I'm not a gigantic dude. Like I don't have that kind of power, but I could make solid contact for some of them. Like it's if you can swing a bat, you can make contact in BP. But like yeah. the second a guy throws a curveball, I'm never gonna hit it. It's never gonna happen. Yeah, you you, <laughs> you got you got to throw me 30 BP balls, like not no fat, you know, just like you know how they do it over the fence for home run derbies. Throw, yeah. throw me those ones. I could probably make some contact. I might even slap one out into the field somewhere. But um, yeah, uh, if if a pitcher's pitching, and he throws anything off speed. I'll be like, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> it, it, you just whiff like. It'd be like the Bugs Bunny cartoon when the guy like swings three times on one pitch. Yeah, like My, it'd be just like that. A good buddy of mine, Chris, he his brother uh, was a uh, uh, a pitcher in high school. I think he was he was I think, and from what I hear, a, a good pitcher. So uh, he, they were just messing around one day, and he was he was okay. Like, give me your fastball. So he's like he's pitching to him. He's trying to hit the fastball. And then his brother just randomly throws in a change, and he's like, "It was unbelievable because it comes off the the arm looking like a, a fastball." You're like, "All right, here we yep. go, baby!" And it's like, whoosh, "You're like, oh shit!" Like, yep. like an idiot. <laughs> That's how it goes. Like, if you don't, if you're not taking, like, if you're not practicing this shit for as from like a kid, and like just learn, like your swing is like just so much muscle memory. Like you don't even have to think about it. Like you're not thinking about, all right, gotta drive my hips, gotta you know, get the leg kick, like or whatever. You know, it's it's like if it's not second nature, there's no way you're hitting a breaking no ball. Because if yeah. you have to think about it, you're just gonna whiff. Yep. Like that's that's all. Like it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like people say it all the time, like when a guy lays up like a change up right in the middle of the plate and the guy just doesn't swing at it, like, why didn't you swing at it? It's like that's the whole point of it. They yeah. don't know. Like it confuses you. That's yeah. the whole point of a breaking ball. Like, yeah. I guess that, I guess what they want they want to see the guy swing through it. I, the, the guy Dave I I have tickets with. He he drives him crazy to see called uh third strikes. But it's like, come yeah. on. I mean, that's uh, the pitcher's doing his job out there. Meanwhile, you're telling Will Myers to see a strike at the same time. I know. So. Come on, Will Myers. 
Oh, Will Myers, please. Come back. That's what he, he took that to San Diego with him. That's why he's good. He's like, I remember that guy in Tampa telling me to see a strike. He's, he's fucking, he's really good, dude. He's, yeah, maybe, maybe he didn't listen up. Yeah, I think I heard, yeah. I think I saw a story, uh, I don't know if it was Tomkin or whoever said he was just young and dumb in his time here, <laughs> which. No, uh, but wow, a 20 some early 20s guy being young and dumb. Yeah. That's, that's new. Just, Never heard that before. Couldn't get his shit together. Yep. Okay. Uh, we can get out of here. Yeah. A cool 36 minute podcast. I'm cool with that. <laughs> The Hurricane Edition. The Hurricane Makeup Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. A lot more people than I expected uh, in the live chat today. Uh, Katie Ebner, Jer Bear, Andrew, and Brian, who's a new new listener. I, I don't know. Have you tweeted? You, you must follow one of us on Twitter. So I don't know. You must be some like, Twitter handle I don't yeah. recognize or something. Yeah. I'm trying. I mean, we did get that random guy from Pakistan one time. Oh, my so. God. That was the best. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget that one. Everybody in the chat was like, oh, my God, Kyle, what's, what is happening? Are we going to die? Um, <laughs> make sure you go to sharkdropper.com. Check out other podcasts that we do. Patreon.com slash sharkdropper if you want to do- donate a little bit of money towards the cause of buying uh, new and better equipment. Um, and rate and review us on iTunes if you so please. So. We will be back next week with Nicholas at full strength. We're going to break down the bucks uh, ad nauseum. Uh, position by position, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we're going to talk a lot of bucks next. We're going to run through the depth chart, and we'll probably do some other NFL stuff too. Maybe make some predictions on the divisions. Oh God, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, this is this is a, the real fun times now coming up here because it's football season. So I mean, I this is my this is where I my time to shine. Uh, and uh, yep, hockey's not back yet, and baseball's yeah. winding down. So. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna love this. So we're in fucking September, man. Baseball's almost in postseason. Yeah, yeah. Hockey's next month. Baseball's almost postseason. Football's yep. starting up. It's gonna be Christmas soon. Everybody, what are you getting me? <laughs> we're gonna do a word of the day gift exchange. I think. Yeah, we're, we're just gonna we're nail each other. Yeah. Mine'll be a middle <laughs> finger and the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that had to be expensive gifts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, that was uh, that was worth the bay for this week. I'm Kyle, and I'm Anthony. And next week we'll see you then.